we were talking about the trees and, and free firewood, and um, I've read here from uh, page three of, of the aforementioned article, Look, uh, local wood dealers wanted the club to pay them for the removal and storage of the green wood, so the Daily News was approached and agreed to run a story complete with an aerial photograph about free firewood available in Monaco Park. Then it goes on to say that people came with wheelbarrows and trailers yeah. and sacks and all sorts of things. They just got rid of the whole lot in no time flat. <laughs> My impression is that um, the whole course, the idea for it, uh, was a good local community project. project. Yeah. Exactly, that's what it was. As I said, a lot of them never even paid golf even after joining the club. So the support for the project was strong? Oh, very strong. It was a great uh, thing for the community. All of the people that you mentioned, we mentioned, they were living right on the border of the court. You're mentioning too, um, relations, yeah. your personal involvement. And how did you then see the course develop and in turn attract a sort of magnetic well, sort of, it, uh, uh, support from the core, from the It's only a nine-hole course. There were times when they considered trying to get the land to make it an 18-hole course, but the land was vested in various people, the Harbour Trust, the Education Department, and uh, and, and the council and our problem from the outset with Chidley Point was water. We originally put down two bores, one uh, on the foot of the the sixth fairway on Austin Street and one right near the uh, entrance to the course at Marshall Street and all our water supply in the beginning of the club came from these two bores and uh, it rapidly became, with drawing on the water, it rapidly became more saline and uh, later we had to have, well of course at that time all we had were sprinklers with hoses all over the place they were part of the thing you had to avoid on the fairways, sprinkler hoses. But uh, eventually we uh, got over the water problem by putting a bore a mile away down in the uh, Brown Park near the uh, Mosman Park shopping area, which had an adequate supply of water, but we had to pump it a mile up to the course. and. Uh, it was decided that that was the way to go and so they built a, a, a large sump with a, uh, I think it was a concrete bottom, but it, a, quite a big sump and they eventually pumped the water from the bore down on Brown Street until they filled the sump and then reticulated it from the sump, pumped it from the sump to the sprinklers and, uh, and of course later on it was reticulated and uh, you didn't have the hoses all around the place. In relation to 
the course, you mentioned how to uh, avoid um, hoses and that sort of thing. What are the, the natural fauna? Well, the natural fauna. Uh, we didn't kangaroos. Well, you, you, I, I wasn't aware of any kangaroos on Chile, but there are certainly quite a lot of rabbits uh, and little pig-like things uh, that uh, no kangaroos, to my knowledge. I've played on lots of courses where kangaroos wander around. Carrying up and down Bunbury, particularly. I'm interested that you mentioned pig like creatures. That sounds a bit strange. Well, I, <laughs> that was my way of talking about quokkas. I just couldn't think of the name quokka, but uh, they were the sort of animals, but they never worried you from the point of view of playing golf.